What's up, Rams fans? This is Rams Showcase, and my name is Sheriff Joe Bags. On this episode of Rams Showcase, Cam Akers remains a Ram, but for how long? Plus, as the trade deadline approaches, all eyes are on L.A. And later, it's Niners week again. We preview San Francisco 49ers at the Los Angeles Rams. Before we hop in, did want to remind you that Ram Showcase does officially have t-shirts. We got merch, and it is awesome. Instructions on how to order will be in the description below. We'll also talk about that a little bit later and how you could possibly win a free one. If you are hearing me only, well, great news. There is a YouTube version. You can watch me talk about the Los Angeles Rams. If you are on the YouTube version, well, great news. There's an audio only version. You can find it where you're already finding all of your favorite podcasts. All right, let's go ahead and hop right on in. Uh, We're going to go ahead and start with this news here. And I'll be honest with you. I want to kind of like preface this a little bit by saying that I had zero idea that this was such a polarizing topic. Genuinely had no idea. But Aaron Donald has uh, decided to drop Donda Sports in response to some of the recent comments made by Kanye West or honestly, whatever he's going by now. I don't actually know. I'm not a I'm not a Kanye uh, follower. I've never really been into his music or anything like that. So I'm not I don't really know a whole lot about that guy. But uh, Donald, he did make a very professional sounding announcement that uh, he he kind of put put it on to uh, Twitter and social media, all that stuff. And honestly, the, the way that it was kind of worded out and the way that he kind of laid it all out, uh, it it didn't really leave any questions. Uh, it kind of I think he was pretty clear. And so any follow up questions to Donald, I feel like he's be like, well, I said it there. So I'm not really sure what anybody would follow up with. But uh, I think that his his announcement was professional. I think it was solid. I, I mean, and, and who knows what, what happens from here, but that is the way that I wanted to talk about this. Um, whatever, um, whatever your emotions are on that topic, uh, in general are ultimately irrelevant. My emotions on the topic are ultimately irrelevant except for to me. So I'm going to go ahead and keep it to myself. Um, you, you can feel free to comment, but I'm not going to engage with it. So, uh, it's, I mean, if you want to, that's, that's totally fine, but we're going to keep it football related. And um, I, I think that ultimately Donald now being on the market for new representation, I think that that that's awesome. And he honestly, he's got his pick. I mean, the, the whoever he wants to to work with, I mean, he can just kind of take his pick. I don't think anybody is going to be like, you know what? No, AD, I think I'm good. <laughs> you know, so I think he's he's got a wide open variety here. But I did want to kind of bring up the topic that. um as he does have his pick of representation, um, Bobby Wagner joined the Rams this offseason and Bobby Wagner represents himself. So that begs the question, is it now time for Donald to break into that world as well and represent himself? Does he need any representation? Who knows? This might be his final contract. He may not even need to renegotiate anything. He might just let this one run out and then call it a career. You know, he's 31 years old. Uh, He's done about what he's wanted to. I mean, he's already a Hall of Famer. He's a three-time defensive player of the year. He's a Super Bowl champion now, rookie of the year. Like, he's done all the stuff. Like, what else does he have to prove to any of us or himself? You know, that's ultimately the question. So does he need any representation? I kind of ask you that. Uh, Do If if you feel like, I mean, weigh in, uh, feel free to comment on this one, but uh, it, it feels like that that is a very realistic path. And and him going to Donda in the first place was already like, oh, that's kind of weird, <laughs> but whatever, you know. And so him leaving Donda, I don't think he necessarily needs to go to like a Todd France or somebody like that, like one of those super agents, anything. I, I think that he could 
be on his own. And I think that that would be okay. Let's move on. Uh, we have uh, no trade involving running back Cam Akers yet. And so he does, of, of course, remain on the official roster. Uh, he, But he has not been participating with the team in recent weeks. And a trade or cut, it's starting to feel inevitable to me. Uh, it's not impossible that Cam does return to the team. But I think at this point, I would consider that kind of a lost cause. I would be surprised if he returned back to the Rams. But if he comes back and performs the way that he has, I mean, I think fans are going to absolutely just lose their minds. The expectations that we now have on Cam Akers, I think, are extremely high. Like if he were if he pulls all this, you know, because he's already been called out by Sean McVay. And if he pulls all this and whatever is going on, it could be him. It could be the Rams. Uh, but either way, he's not participating with the team right now. He's a healthy scratch and has been a starter for this team. Uh, so with all that going on, I think that the expectation would be like, all right, well, now you need to explode. Now you need to be the guy. And so if he comes in and doesn't do that, and if he just performs the same way he has been performing, I think that that is that is a clear way to make him like the most hated guy on the Rams roster. You know what I mean? Like from the fan perspective and first and foremost, I am a fan. You know what I mean? I do the show and stuff like that. But first and foremost, I am a, just a fan of the Rams. And I know from my own perspective, if Cam Akers comes in and he's still just smashing into the back of offensive linemen, it's like, all right, what what is going on? Get out of here, man. So uh, I know that's for myself. Maybe it's different for everybody, but the the Cam Akers deal, it kind of feels like it's over. Like Cam Akers, I don't know if he really has a spot here anymore. And also, that's just the fan perspective. What is going on in that locker room? How do the players feel about this? How does how does Hendo feel about this? How does his offensive line feel about this? How does Stafford feel? How does McVay feel? That ultimately all is in question right now. And I'm just, I don't know those answers. And I'm not sure if we'll ever get those answers. The Rams do seem to be a pretty tight knit group with keeping stuff in house. Um, and like, we know, we never heard like what happened, what really happened with like Deshaun Jackson or even Marcus Peters, all that stuff kind of came out like after the fact. And that was them talking on podcasts and stuff. So uh, the Rams do kind of keep it uh, pretty tight lipped, which is, I mean, I, I don't hate it. You know, it's from the media perspective of it. It would be awesome if we could get all the dirt, <laughs> but that's just not realistic with this team. And that's totally fine by me. But also you got to keep in mind, seeing that the Jets only sent a sixth round pick for James Robinson, who I think is clearly better than Cam Akers. I think that that kind of makes me lose a little bit of hope that a trade is even possible for Cam Akers. It just feels like if they get a sixth for Robinson and that team, I mean, sure, they're not necessarily in it, but they're kind of fun to watch and stuff like that. They're they're getting better. Um, but, you know, and so having a guy like Robinson just willing to move on from him, of course, you got ETN and all that, but there's different factors. And of course, every situation is different. Situations are, of course, you know, situational. So that has to be considered. But it just feels like what is happening now is that if if Robinson's getting going for a six, then what the heck could Cam Akers go with? Like a next year seven kind of thing. So um, my hope is that the Rams could pull something for him or package him in on some kind of different deal. Uh, but ultimately it does. I kind of get the feeling that Cam Akers is on his way to getting cut. So we'll see what happens. Uh, we'll see how that path uh, kind of unfolds. But that also kind of leads into the fact that transactions still feel inevitable. Something is coming, right? Like I'm still... I'm checking my phone here all the time to see who possibly uh, is going to become a Ram because it doesn't feel like it's the like this Rams roster is just going to stay the same over this next week or so. So if I had to guess, uh, the Rams are going to try to bring in a pass rusher. This defense has been playing pretty well, but uh, we need some help in that spot blatantly. So 
Uh, I know that fans are really wanting offensive linemen, but I do really find that unlikely. Good offensive linemen are hard to find, and most teams, if not all, don't have any that are expendable. Like, who has, like, just offensive linemen that they can just, like, flip through and deal out? You know what I mean? Like, who? I I don't know anybody. The only situation that I could possibly think of for an offensive line trade would be if there's a if there's a team who has like a rookie that they really like that's sitting uh, sitting on the bench and maybe a veteran, maybe a, a little bit of an older guy, something like that, then then maybe I could see them being and it's got to be a team that I feel like would already accept that their season's over. Right. So like just one of those bottom tier teams that are like, all right, well, you know, we want to see this guy anyway, so you can go ahead and take our starter. That's the only way it feels real to me. But I don't think anybody's trading their good offensive linemen because they're hard to find. <laughs> you know what I mean? That's offensive linemen are not just uh, in abundance everywhere. So, and also I I, I got to consider this as well. Brian Allen comes back this week. Coleman Shelton is on IR right now, but he will be returning to this to the to the lineup. And then at that point, um, I I think Jackson was already playing a, like in one game. I give it that, but. Um, one game he he was been playing better at than Nopum at left tackle. Um, left guard is a little bit of a toss up. Uh, Bobby Evans, who I like, I like Bobby Evans. I know he gets a lot of hate from from fans, but I, there's something about his skill set that I I think I, I think he he can do it. I just I don't know what is going on with him. And like I think it's a mental thing, but I think he's got all the skills to do it. Brian Allen, who I think Coleman Shelton's a better center than, but Brian Allen only plays center. Coleman Shelton can play guard, so that's why. That makes a lot of sense. Uh, but Shelton coming back at right guard. And then, of course, you got Havenstein at right tackle. So this offensive line, we are about to be healthy, as as healthy as we can get with uh, David Edwards still being down, who also should be back at some point, which ultimately means that the only offensive lineman that will be down is Nopum, who was not playing well. So I think we're going to be OK in that spot. I really do. We don't we clearly don't have a whole bunch of depth there, but uh, guys like Odeo Bushi can come in and play in a lot of spots. Uh, Colone just waived. I thought that that was kind of interesting considering his starting uh, reps that he had gotten. So um, sorry, I'm I'm checking constantly for for transactions. I'll leave myself a window after this segment to uh, if there's any updates while I'm at work. (laughs) Um, Yeah. So also, um, I know fans are talking about running back. I don't know if this necessarily feels likely to me. I don't think it's unlikely. Well, I guess I do think think it's unlikely. I don't think it's impossible that the Rams trade for a running back. I've hear I'm hearing a lot of chatter about guys like uh, Kareem Hunt. Um, that's really the name that is bounced around a lot. Um, but I don't think the Rams are really need a running back. I think we're we're expecting Kyron Williams back here in uh, really within the next few weeks. So who knows what that guy can bring? You know what I mean? Like he might be a good RB one. Like who knows what his skill set will will bring to this offense? And having Malcolm Brown and Daryl Henderson uh, as well, I think ultimately that spot is not as bad as I think people are thinking just like the offensive line. I think that Rams fans are really ripping this offensive line when it's really just been beat up and uh, it's hard to win games when this will also be, uh, this is, this is our seventh game and this is also our seventh different starting offensive line. So, and those things got to be considered. It's not just bad players and things like that. It's just, you can't develop any continuity when in the first quarter of every single game, you got a guy getting carted to the locker room. You know, it's just, it's, it's hard to do. So, and then also we're getting a little bit, like I said, we're getting healthy. Not only Brian Allen is going to return and we're expecting Coleman Shelton and David Edwards at some point this year still, uh, but Van Jefferson returns this week. I'm not sure how much he gets really involved right away, um, but I do think that that's a big benefit. And 
And I also, I'm, I personally still fully anticipate OBJ coming back. I know that the confidence level of different Rams fans has, has wavered and has kind of shifted uh, quite a bit. I still fully anticipate that he's a Ram. I don't know what it is, but there's something in my bones that just tells me OBJ is going to come back uh, to LA and it's going to be fine. You know what I mean? So I'm going to keep this right here. All right. <laughs> and uh, I guess the, the other one is, is edge rusher, like I had kind of mentioned, um, but I feel like the, the Rams will get an edge rusher. Um, I feel like that is uh, not only a need, but it's something that it feels like the Rams do that. Right now we're looking at um, like Justin Hollins and Terrell Lewis opposite of Leonard Floyd. And that's just not getting it done. When you have Aaron Donald and Leonard Floyd uh, and Bobby Wagner rushing the pass or stuff like that, then somebody else has got to win because these other guys are getting one-on-ones and they're not getting home. So I think that 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 move makes sense for the Rams to pull off uh, to try to get somebody to just generate a little bit more pressure. Is that a Brian Burns? I don't know. Is it a Robert Quinn? I don't know. Is it... Bradley Chubb, I don't know. I think all these guys are good options. If I had to guess, I would say it's Bradley Chubb. That's just a guess, though. I would love to see Robert Quinn come back. I think that that would be awesome. That video, it came out was just a year ago, or it came up on my memories of uh, Aaron Donald and Robert Quinn giving a big old hug after the the Rams-Bears game. Uh, So that would be really cool. Brockers is apparently on the block as well. Could you imagine Brockers, Quinn, and Donald being back for the Rams? That would be super fun. Um, But... I don't I don't think that's going to happen or anything like that. But like I said, if I had to guess, I would say Bradley Chubb is going to become a Ram after this week. I don't think it'll happen during this week because the Broncos are already in London. So they're out there. Sidebar, Russell Wilson working out for four of the eight hours on the plane ride to London. Dude, <laughs> stop it, Russell. <laughs> stop. Just stop it. Whatever. All the things that you're doing, stop all of them, please. <laughs> Just or win some games, dude. Jeez. Anyway. All right. I'm going to leave myself a window right here. If, um, if the Rams make any moves while I'm at work, pre-editing this video together, then this is exactly where that will get inserted. All right. So either nothing happened or welcome back. Uh, before we move on, just want to mention, uh, Ram showcase does officially have t-shirts. They are super sick and super cool. Um, uh, geez, that was a disaster. Um, wrangled the brain. All right. So, uh, Jay Ram showcase listener, Jay, uh, he did score himself a free Ram showcase t-shirt. He nailed the score prediction for, uh, the last game that the Rams played, uh, 24 to 10 was his pick. And that is exactly what happened against those Carolina Panthers. So if you would like to, uh, have your chance at winning a free Ram showcase t-shirt, Hop on the Ram Showcase pregame live. Um, I hop on uh, YouTube and Facebook but ahead of the game. It's usually about an hour and a half so uh, before uh, before the game, an hour, an hour and a half before the game. And then I kind of just, w- I get ready here and then I take off and it's in my car and we just kind of uh, talk Rams football, talk about the game, stuff like that ahead of the matchup. Uh, and But in that, we take score predictions. And if you nail that score prediction, you get a free Ram Showcase t-shirt. If you don't want to leave it up to chance, well, they are for sale. Uh, description will be in, or uh, the email will be below. It's aj.rsgear at gmail.com. You can email AJ directly uh, with All Pro Sports, and he'll get you all hooked up. They're 25 bucks a piece, and they are awesome. Super, super soft. Probably the most comfortable shirts that I have, honestly. These things are uh, awesome. Something perfect for like a Saturday running errands or something like that. It's the perfect shirt for it. So uh, email AJ. That'll be uh, below 
uh, as well. You can kind of just see there, or it's like right here. I probably have it right here, right now. <laughs> AJ.RSGear at gmail.com. Hit up AJ. AJ is awesome people, man. Um, all right. So we're going to talk about this Rams and 49ers game next. It's Niners week again. And this time, I mean, it may, maybe it's different. Maybe it's not. We'll talk about it. It's coming up next. Welcome back into Rams Showcase. My name is Sheriff Joe Bags. The Los Angeles Rams host the San Francisco 49ers on Sunday for a week eight matchup. And this is game two of two against the San Francisco 49ers. So after this, we are done with them for the season, barring any playoff meetings. San Francisco 49ers sitting in third place in the NFC West at three and four. The Rams in second place at three and three. This game will be taking place at SoFi Stadium uh, on Fox, uh, where is where it will be shown at 1.25 p.m. for the kickoff. Kevin Burkhart and Greg Olson on the call. This is, of course, America's Game of the Week. We'll put up the distribution map, and I'll be a little bit honest, because um, the, the Rams are, are going to be shown in the, the red areas here, so pretty large area, but for a Game of the Week, actually kind of a light area. But I also think that... I. I might be mistaken here, but I believe that I saw something that said that the Seahawks versus the Giants is the only game this week with teams uh, with two teams with winning records. Wild. That is wild to me. Anyway, uh, Kevin Burkhart, though, and Greg Olson, like I said, on the call. One thing to uh, watch for with Greg Olson, and this is not important at all, uh, but he loves to abbreviate people's names. So like if he'll he'll send it down to Aaron Andrews, he'll always call her EA. <laughs> And then like when he's talking to Kevin Burkhart, he'll always call him KB. So I don't know. It's uh, it's just something that kind of makes me laugh a little bit. Maybe a drinking game <laughs> uh, either way. So uh, after this game, the, the Rams uh, play three of their next four on the road. Uh, so uh, just four, four more home games after this one, uh, but three of the next four on the road. So uh, it's a tough little stretch that the Rams will be uh, facing. But in that stretch is some teams that the Rams should be able to beat. So uh, it'll be okay, I think. <laughs> Story of this game, uh, really what we're looking for is here is uh, can the Rams break that seven-game regular season losing streak against the San Francisco 49ers? And uh, how will the Ra the 49ers respond to getting absolutely ragdolled by Kansas City? So I mean, that game was not close at all. Um, I think I anticipated that it'd be a little bit closer than that. Kansas City, of course, is just an absolute buzzsaw. Um, they just roll through people and they... At no point, like they go down by like, what was it? 10, something like that. And it was like, oh, this doesn't matter. <laughs> like they just, they feel like they can just explode for points at any point. So that has to be considered because the Rams are not like that right now. Um, we do get some more health coming back this year, but being down 10 does not feel the same as it has in past years where it's like, okay, well, it doesn't matter. We're just going to hit cup twice and then we're back in the lead. <laughs> so it's fine. Um, so of course, though, like I said, the, the Rams uh, have lost seven straight to the 49ers in the regular season, uh, but did win the most important one. You know what I mean? So uh, that was good stuff. Uh, the Rams, though, starting to get a little bit more healthy, like I had mentioned. Uh, they still do have some holes that just really need somebody to step up in. Left guard, I'm looking at you. Can, who's going to step up in this role and actually have a real impact? Is it going to be Obushi? Is it going to be Evans? Somebody. It, it, I don't care. I don't care who it is. I'm rooting. For success <laughs> for whoever is in that that role i hope that they do well because we need somebody to fill in that gap and just play really really good football we also could use somebody at wide receiver to just take a little bit off of cup a little bit you know what i mean just get more open get some 
some uh, attention away from Cooper Cup. Big help with Van Jefferson coming back. So hopefully that is something that uh, that can happen. But the Rams game, the Rams run game has to get going because the Rams passing offense is actually solid. Uh, the Rams are moving the football through the air, but are getting nothing on the ground. So what needs to happen here? Uh, offensive line obviously has to be considered here. Uh, but having Brian Allen come back, I think that that is huge. And if for nothing else than just assignments, whether skill set wise, it doesn't matter what you think of him skill set wise. Um, but him being able to call out different protections because he does have that experience in this offense. That is where I see his massive benefit. Do I think that Coleman Shelton is better at center than Brian Allen? Yes, I do. But that doesn't matter. My opinion does not matter there because Coleman Shelton A is on IR. Coleman Shelton B is able to play in different positions, something that Brian Allen does not do. We're not going to see Brian Allen playing at guard. He's not a guard. He is a center specifically. So uh, it's one thing that uh, that's actually the reason that I anticipated Brian Allen being cut was because of his lack of versatility. But I was wrong there. It happens. But uh, the Rams do have a lot of offensive linemen that have the ability to move around in different spots. Jackson at left tackle. That's his normal spot. That's where he played like throughout college and stuff. So uh, him being in that role should that's not like a huge shakeup. I know a lot of fans were kind of like nervous about that. But a he played he played well. And also and two, he uh, that's his normal position. So he should be fine there. Uh, the Rams should be able to uh, take a peek at what the uh, the the game tape that Kansas City gave us. Um, and play in a similar way, especially on defense. But San Francisco, they just they need to get punched back. They're going to punch you. And if you punch back, then you're you're looking good. Uh, then usually you can slow down this offense. Um, but it, I kind of take the example of because one thing that we know that the Rams do is play really soft and they let up a lot of underneath. If we do that against the 49ers, which we have done the last seven times we've played them in the regular season, then they just eat us up. They kill the clock. Uh, it's a and it's extremely frustrating day for Rams fans when they're just picking up third and twos all day long because we refuse to have any kind of aggression there. The one game that that was different in, yeah, you nailed it. The NFC Championship game because the Rams defense throughout the playoffs was absolutely amazing. They were aggressive. They were fast. They were pressing. They were just. It was just a, you could feel the whole defense was different in the postseason last year than the regular season. And then this season started, I was kind of hoping that that, that would carry over and that we would see that kind of, that kind of aggressive, uh, aggression continue into this season. And that is not what we saw. It's why we give up 31 points to the bills and why we're playing good defense against terrible offenses. You know what I mean? We're just kind of letting them do whatever they want. But most of these teams that we're playing against can't do anything. We're playing against like backup quarterbacks and stuff. So we should be able to stop those guys. But um, the, the, the one game that we were aggressive against the 49ers, that NFC championship game and the Rams won and then went on to the Super Bowl. So can we see that in this game? I, I hope so. Because if we just let Jimmy Garoppolo eat up underneath, he's going to, you know, they had screenshots last week of the, the 49ers, uh, like they had like Ayuk wide open underneath and Jimmy's missing it. Guaranteed he's going to hit that against the Rams, though. I don't know why. I can't explain why that'll happen to the Rams and not the Kansas City Chiefs, but it will. And he's going to hit Ayuk and he's going to go off. Uh, Ayuk is their leading receiver, by the way. So I I don't know why I didn't think that. Like Debo's kind of, he's all over the place, but I, I guess receiving yards, it makes sense that Ayuk is the leader there. But either way, uh, the 49ers... They still have the issue that the better that Jimmy plays this season, the dumber they look. And 
I'm kind of here for that. Um, I, I don't know what at what point you acknowledge, admit, and move on from your mistakes as the 49ers. I think it's very obvious that they messed up with Trey Lance. I don't think that they're willing to admit that they messed up with Trey Lance, but hey, that's cool. <laughs> the more time they want to take sitting on this mistake and doubling down on it, uh, I think the better that is for the Rams. So that's pretty sweet. Um, it, it doesn't matter to us. I mean, if they want to screw this uh, this situation up, that's fine. If they were smart, what they would do is just move on from Trey and just be like, all right, Jimmy, long-term extension. But I hope that they're not smart. Jimmy's also not that incredible at quarterback. Like he's just, he just runs their offense really well. And Trey Lance, I don't think is very good. So what we saw from him, he just looked very nervous, very sloppy. And the stuff that he was doing is kind of like, well, I mean, he could be coached, but how good can he be? It feels like his ceiling's just uh, kind of low, but also that's all kind of like a story for this off season. Uh, I don't think that they'll like trade Jimmy right now or anything like that. So uh, this off season, uh, that's when we'll start to talk about that. Um, but it's all already hilarious which is good news. That's good news. Uh, Team-wise, though, Christian McCaffrey, he'll now have a full week of practice and probably a larger role this week. And uh, there was this tweet from uh, JB Long. Uh, he mentioned uh, that according to NFL research, Christian McCaffrey will be the first player to start games for different teams against the same opponent in the same calendar month since Marcus Peters played for the Rams and Ravens against the Seahawks in October of 2019. So, uh, do with that information, whatever you need to. All right. Some uh, former Rams on the San Francisco 49ers. We have linebacker Samson Abukam, who is uh, participating on the 49ers. So, of course, he uh, he did have those two touchdowns against the Chiefs for the Rams on Monday Night Football. That was pretty awesome stuff. Uh, Shakira, of course, ruined our Mexico trip, but uh, still a great game. Great day. Fun times. Fun times. Also, uh, former Rams defensive back Nick Sorensen is a defensive assistant in San Francisco. Sorensen was on the roster for the Rams Super Bowl 36, which was that loss to New England. So I think it's fair. We can just go ahead and blame Sorensen for that one. Uh, and some noteworthy connections uh, as far as these teams go. Special teams coordinator for the Rams, Joe D. He did coach Robbie Gold in Chicago. Uh, he was out there on the coaching staff. Uh, the forgotten connection with Kyle Shanahan is, of course, Raheem Morris. They coached in Atlanta together. And Los Angeles kicker, Matt Gay, and San Francisco punter, Mitch Wisnowski, uh, they did play at Utah together. They played two seasons as uh, as they were as they were booting balls out in Utah. So that's pretty cool stuff. What we're watching for in this game, there's a couple of milestones that we could be hitting uh, this year or this week or in the next couple of weeks. Uh, but wide receiver Cooper Cup, just 176 yards short of passing Elroy Hirsch for fourth all time in Rams history. We're seeing it. We're seeing history with uh, with Cooper Cup. He is already one of the best wide receivers in Rams franchise history already. No matter what happens from here on out, we are always going to talk about Cooper Cup. And that's awesome. 176 away from being number four. That is unbelievable. He's already like a top five guy in our history, uh, but he's just climbing on up. And it's not like he's an old guy. So Really cool to see. Um, really excited to see where this guy ends up. We really might be watching what will eventually be known as the best wide receiver in team history. And no disrespect to some of the guys that we've had, because we've had some incredible wide receivers. Elroy Hirsch, one of them. Obviously, you got Holt, Bruce. Um, you got old school guys, too. I'm not going to go through a whole list here. But uh, the the fact that we are watching somebody who might be the best of all time for us, I mean, that's that's so cool. I mean, I, you think of like guys like Ellard and stuff like that, that you're like, damn, these guys are amazing. But 
We're seeing it right now, too, and it's just really fun to watch. Tight end Tyler Higby still just two touchdowns short of becoming the all-time touchdown leader for a tight end in Rams history. So it's very possible that the Rams are also looking at a situation where we will consider tight end Tyler Higby the best tight end in Rams history. Not a hard bar to clear. No disrespect to any of the Rams previous tight ends, but it's not like we've had any Hall of Famers in that uh, in that role. So uh, Tyler Higby, he might be that guy. He's also playing in his 100th game as a Ram this Sunday. Uh, which is really cool stuff. Really awesome milestone for uh, for big rig Higgs. Uh, and he also, he did come in. Uh, he's only played for the Los Angeles Rams. He was part of that first draft class 2016 uh, back in LA. Also found this kind of interesting uh, that OBJ and Tyler Higby both have caught five touchdown passes from Matthew Stafford. So tied in that uh, that regard. Linebacker Bobby Wagner, B-Wags. He needs three tackles to become 14th uh to move to 14th all-time in regular season tackles. He also just needs 12 tackles to become 11th most all-time. So he could be uh, going from 15th to 11th in just this game if he can score himself 12 tackles. That's a pretty impressive leap there. History of this matchup, the 49ers do lead the all-time series, 74, 69, and 3. The Rams are 4-10 and 10 against the 49ers since returning to Los Angeles. Would love to make that 5-10, and 10, huh? All right, let's take a peek at the matchup in this game. We've got the Rams offense versus the 49ers defense. The Rams offense still struggling, ultimately just ranking 25th in the NFL, going against the fourth ranked defense in the 49ers. Passing the football, though, the Rams sitting just outside of the top 10 at 11, going against the number 10 passing defense. The Rams really struggling, though, on the ground where they rank 31st, and they will be going against the second ranked pass or excuse me, run defense in the 49ers and scoring points. The Rams are 29th in the NFL with just a little over 17 and the 49ers giving up 19 a game uh, that is in the top 10. So obviously this is a tough matchup for the Rams. The the 49ers defense has been playing well, uh, but getting Van Jefferson back, Brian Allen back, that could be massive, but also how rusty are they? Is Van Jefferson really going to play that much? Um, Is, is Brian Allen going to have a little bit to, to get back into the rhythm of playing football again? Of course, the last time he played was just week one against the Buffalo Bills. Uh, the Niners defense, they rank high, but um, it will be an exciting uh, game plan uh, for or will it be an exciting game plan for the Rams? Like what will we see from Sean McVay? Are we going to see some stuff that that we have not yet necessarily seen this year? It feels like so far this year, we've seen a very toned down version of uh, the Rams offense, even schematically, not just stat wise, anything like that. But we're just not seeing the same stuff. And when we do, when we see like the jet sweeps, even Benny Scos out here scoring tuds. So uh, the the mix up there, I think, has been a benefit, and I would like to see that continue. Um, and then your three to see in this matchup here is gonna. I'm gonna give it to Van Jefferson, Daryl Henderson, and Cooper Cup. For Van Jefferson, how does he look in his first game action of the season, man? Uh, so Van Jefferson, I feel like he almost gets disrespected a little bit. Um, I don't think he necessarily gets the credit that he deserves as a football player, because I think he's extremely talented and I think he's just kind of been buried on this Rams depth chart just a little bit when, you know, Cooper cup and Robert Woods have been here, OBJ stuff like that. And he just kind of gets pushed down the depth chart a little bit, but he's extremely talented. So I'm really curious to see the impact that he has immediately uh, and, and how big that impact actually is. Cause I think it'll increase as the season goes on and he gets a little bit more into his rhythm and stuff. Cause like I said, he hasn't played. So uh, that's going to be a big one. And uh, Daryl Henderson, can he give can he have one of those games that gives the Rams fans some confidence, some confidence in this run game? 31st in the NFL right now. There is only one team running the football worse than us right now. The Rams got to be able to get 
the ground game moving. And whether that's Daryl Henderson or mixing it up more with Tutu, Powell, Cup, Sko, whoever it is, somebody's got to give a spark to this team because the, the runs just are not working. It seems like if we can pull off a five yarder, that feels like a good run. And that's just not awesome. You know, gone are the days of Todd Gurley, just absolutely just, just scorching a hole and being untouched for 70 yards down the field against the 49ers. Looking at you, Todd. It's good times. Good times, Todd. Although apparently he didn't officially retire. I don't know. Either way. I think he's done, obviously, like, right. His knee is pieced out, but um, respect to Todd. All right, moving on. <laughs> and then, uh, of course, uh, we got Cooper Cup on this list as well, because uh, will the addition of Van Jefferson, will that pull some eyeballs away from Cooper Cup and or A-Rob? What's A-Rob going to look like? Uh, he did uh, look a lot better in his most recent game against the Carolina Panthers. He looked awesome, but uh, consider the consider the opponent uh, because it's not like the Carolina. They're probably the worst team in the league. They'll probably get number one overall pick this year. So uh, take that for what you will. But um, I, I think that that having a guy like Van Jefferson coming back could take some eyeballs away from those two guys. So that's a massive improvement for this Rams offense. And hopefully uh, we can see. Uh, Maddie staff just uh, absolutely rip it up. Let's go to the other side of the football here. We got the Niners offense versus the Rams defense. So the Niners offense, they're uh, pretty middle of the road, 14th in total yards. Uh, the Rams right now are third in the NFL in total yards given up. Uh, passing the ball, Rams are a top 10 defense going against that 14th ranked pass offense for the Niners. Running the football, uh, the, the 49ers, I feel like this number is not necessarily that accurate as far as what they are able to do on the ground, but they are 15th right now. I think Christian McCaffrey will impact that uh, for the second half of the season. Rams top 10 against the run, uh, giving up the 104. Uh, being, points being scored, the Rams defense uh, in total are giving up 21 a game. That is 16th in the NFL, and the Niners are putting up 20.7, which is 20th in the league. So obviously this matchup here, it, it feels like the Rams should be able to win this matchup, right? Like it feels like the Rams are better on defense than the Niners are good on offense. Um, but how can we, how, what's the game plan going to be? I talked about it a little bit, but like how aggressive is this team going to be? So the Rams defense just they, we can't play how we've been playing against the 49ers because Kyle Shanahan and Sean McVay, they know each other too well. And if this is the way that we're going to be running it and, and Shanahan also knows Raheem Morris. And if this is the way that we're going to be running our defense, we're just going to get absolutely ripped up underneath. So that cannot happen. We got to have some kind of adjustment to the way that this team's been playing. Otherwise, it just feels like the uh, the 49ers offense is just going to absolutely wreck our souls. And so how many regular season losses is it going to take to realize that that's part of a problem here, that we are giving up too much underneath against the San Francisco 49ers. That's where they attack us. That's where they've attacked us for years. And there's been no adjustments made. So that's a problem, right? That has to be a problem. And uh, the like the just ripping us up underneath. The bend but don't break thing is a thing to some extent. Because when do you not break? Only in the red zone? Yes, the Rams are playing unbelievable in the red zone. Right now, they are tied for first in total touchdowns given up in the red zone, tied with Denver. And uh, they are second behind only Denver uh, in touchdown percentage. The Rams sitting at just 33%. The Broncos sitting at 25%. But that's, I mean, Broncos defense is really, really good. But uh, the Rams red zone defense playing great, playing great. But can we also not break maybe when it's like third and 14? That would be awesome to see as well. Um, either way. 
So the Niners offense, uh, they, they are sluggish, and this should be a winnable matchup for the Rams. It just uh, comes comes down to game plan. So what will we see? What will this Rams defense try to take away uh, from the 49ers? What will we force Jimmy G to do? I would love if we could get a pass rusher before this game because getting into the face of Jimmy G is very, very beneficial. A lot of quarterbacks can uh, eat you up if they've got time in the pocket. Um, so roster versus roster, though, I mean, I would I feel comfortable saying that roster versus roster. The Rams are just blatantly better on defense than the 49ers are good on offense. They have players. Don't get me wrong. 49ers have players on offense. Christian McCaffrey, Debo Samuel, George Kittle. They've got players. Brandon Ayuk is really good, too. But this Rams defense is also star studded. Aaron Donald. We got Bobby Wagner. We got Jalen Ramsey. Like this is this is a team over here. You know what I mean? So uh, I think that the Rams defense should be able to win this matchup because Jimmy G is not that good a quarterback. I think he's better than Trey Lance, but. That's not a hard bar to clear. So a lot of things. All right. Three to see uh, for the defense uh, on the Rams. Uh, we're going to go it, give it to Aaron Donald. We are going to give it to whoever is opposite of Leonard Floyd, and we're going to give it to Kobe Durant. So uh, we'll start with Aaron Donald. Uh, he has been vocal that he hates this team. He hates the 49ers. And uh, is it going to be one of those days where we just see Aaron Donald just absolutely take over? Would love to see it. Opposite of flow. So uh, someone needs to benefit from uh, this team having... Aaron Donald, Bobby Wagner, and Leonard Floyd. And uh, who is that going to be? Is it going to be somebody that steps up? Is Justin Hollins going to play like I thought he was going to play this year? Is Terrell Lewis going to step up? Or is it just going to be somebody via trade? Is it going to be, you know, a chub coming in and and being the beneficiary of getting single blocked? Because right now, nobody else is taking advantage of it. So Somebody's got to, and um, this is just another opportunity for somebody to do it. And it's against a, a division opponent who, if we lose to, we're in third place in the in the NFC West right now. But if we win, and if the Giants can pull off a win against the Seahawks, we're back into first. So it's a big swing here uh, if the Rams can win this game. Uh, and then uh, we'll go with Kobe Durant coming back from injury. He was playing really well before injury, um, but he had like there was like a little bit of scariness to it because like sometimes you're watching and you're like ah, like get get closer to your guy, man. But uh, <laughs> maybe that's just me, but either way, he made me a little bit nervous in coverage, but he was playing well. And so uh, how fast does he get back into his rhythm? We'll just have to wait and see. All right, before we hop on out of here, just wanted to uh, give my rapid fire game picks. That's all we're doing right now uh, before we we peace on out. So Thursday night football, we got Ravens at Bucks. I'm going to give this one to the Ravens. Buccaneers are playing awful. 49ers Rams uh, is at the top of my list because the Rams are my team that I have. Uh <laughs> I'm a Rams fan. What? Yeah. <laughs> anyway, uh, I'm going with the Rams. I think the Rams can beat the 49ers. I really do. Um, I think that it just comes down to game plan. What will the game plan be on offense and defense? Because let's not pretend like the 49ers defense is not good, but the Rams offense has been kind of sloppy. Uh, the run game has been a problem. So either way, we need to get that fixed. The Broncos Jags, that game uh, happening in London. I'm going to give this one to the Jaguars. Um, I think that they're just... the. the I don't necessarily trust the Jags. I just really don't trust the Broncos. So we're going with that one. Uh, Cardinals and Vikings. Giving this one to the Vikings. Lions, Dolphins. That's more tough than it should be, but I'm going to go ahead and give it to the to the Dolphins. I think that they're pretty good. The Lions, they're better than I think their record is, but still struggling just, just enough. Goff had one of those days. I got a call from one of my Lions fan friends, and he was like, dude, what the heck happened to Goff? He was playing great. And he was like, yeah, this is what happens. He'll... he'll crush it for two games you're like this guy's amazing and then he'll have a game you're like what are you even doing out here it happens 
Uh, Bears, Cowboys, I'm going to give that one to... Uh, God, that's a nine and a half spread. Jeez. I'm going to give it to the Bears. I'm going to give that one to the Bears. I don't trust the Cowboys. No. Uh, Raiders, Saints, let's go with... That's a hard game. I'm going to go with the Raiders on that one. Panthers, Falcons. I'm going to go Falcons because the Panthers are terrible. Patriots, Jets. I'm going Patriots on that one um, because the Jets are bad. Uh, they're not bad. They just, I think that the Patriots coming off of that loss, I think that they're going to pop this this week. Uh, the Eagles will beat the Steelers. The Titans will beat the Texans. I think the Giants beat the Seahawks. I think that the, I think that the Colts beat the Commanders. Um, I think that the Bills absolutely destroyed the Packers. Um, and then I think that the Bengals beat the Browns. All right, that's my picks. Uh, that's going to do it for me. Uh, make sure you follow the Ram Showcase on all your favorite social media. That's at Ram Showcase just about everywhere. Myself as well, at Sheriff Joe Bags just about everywhere. If you are hearing me only, great news. There's a YouTube version. Subscribe to Ram Showcase on YouTube. If you are watching me on YouTube, great news. There's an audio-only version available where you find all of your favorite podcasts already. But that is my time. Uh, that is going to do it for me. I am Sheriff Joe Bags. This has been Ram Showcase. For those of you who are not Rams fans, our thoughts and prayers are with you. For those of you who are Rams fans, thank you so much for watching and go Rams. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Sign up using code CHAMPION and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you'll get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matters more than ever. Remember to use code CHAMPION and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet, place your money line, prop, or parlay bets with the king of sportsbooks today. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. See BetMGM.com for terms. 21 plus only. Virginia only. New customer offer subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Promotion, promotional offer not available in Washington, D.C.